welcome everyone to the dance floor where life lessons are learned through the art of dance. I'm your host, Anna Pishner Harsh. Welcome everyone. We will be discussing throughout our podcast series several things. Uh, one is how to thrive and survive as an artist away from bigger cities. Maybe you live in a small town. So we'll discuss how you're going to thrive with your art form and survive making it as an artist, maybe in a smaller city. Tips for marketing at a lower cost. We as artists don't have a lot of money always to spend on how we market ourselves. So throughout our podcast series, we'll be discussing tips on how you can market yourself for very little or free. We will also be talking about common mistakes artists make. Throughout our careers, we go through ups and downs, and if we can learn from one another, maybe give some advice or tips that we can all benefit from, perhaps making it through and making our art form a little bit better uh, will be, become a little bit easier for all of us. And lastly, we will be discussing uh, with amazing artists from all walks of life and talking to them and finding out what they have learned from their art form and what they bring to the dance floor. Join us on the dance floor. Again, I'm Anna Pishner-Harsh, your host. So a little bit about my background. I have a Bachelor's of Art degree in dance from Slippery Rock University. I hold a Master's of Arts degree from West Virginia University in communication. Over the past 25 years, I've been teaching various forms of dance, from ballet to ballroom to hip-hop and even tap dance. But my main focus throughout my career has been on traditional Italian heritage dance. My Italian heritage stems from my grandparents on both sides of my family. So learning more about my family, my heritage, and my roots, I started researching by going to Italy and learning specific traditional dances that date back over 2,000 years and sometimes even more. As a college student at Slippery Rock University, I was majoring in dance. There's where I started my college thesis project as a senior, and which was the beginning roots of my company we now know as Allegro Dance Company here in Wheeling, West Virginia. Allegro explores the Italian dances and culture through our performances and workshops. We have toured throughout the United States and Italy. Like every artist, with every performance, we gain a little more knowledge. We learn a little bit more about ourselves and about each other and also the community around us. So we'll be discussing some of those tips throughout our podcast series, what we have learned throughout our careers. So join us. Again, I'm Anna Pishner-Harsh and you are on the dance floor. I am a local choreographer for the local high schools here in Wheeling, West Virginia, and throughout the other few counties that are connected with Ohio County here. So one of the techniques that I always give my dancers or students when they're auditioning for a musical especially is to go with the flow. And I know that sounds strange maybe to hear, but when you're auditioning with movement, I always tell them, look at the direction that the dance choreographer is giving you. If it's going downstage or upstage or to the right or left, go with the whole group of students in the direction that the choreography is taking you. 
never go away from the direction because you're going to run into someone. You're going to uh, possibly hurt yourself or hurt another person. So I always give the technique or the tip to go with the flow. And maybe that means more than just movement. Maybe that means, you know what, just relax and go with the flow of the audition. What is the tempo of the audition? Are things moving kind of quickly? Are you getting cut right away? Um, How are they setting the auditions up? Sometimes there's even when you're going into higher level education, if you're auditioning for a master's degree, there's even an interview section. So how go with the flow there too. That's the same tip I would give or same advice. What is the conversation about in the interview? Always smile. You know, what are they asking you? And be prepared to know who you are, what exactly you want out of the audition, and have that in your mind when you go in. The second tip I always give is to dress the part. Obviously, dancers uh, should know what to wear for an audition, but if you don't, you know, a leotard, tights, dance shoes, you know, bring different styles of dance shoes. Maybe it's ballet. Um, If you're auditioning for a ballet company or if you're auditioning for musical theater, maybe you want jazz shoes. They're a soft leather shoe or a character shoe. It looks like a street shoe, like a Mary Jane shoe with a buckle across. Sometimes they have high heels on them, either a one inch or a two inch. So I always recommend bring some of those shoes with you. But a leotard and tights or a skirt over your leotard looks appropriate, especially for musical theater. If you're going for a specific part, dress that part. Know who that he or she is in the show that you're auditioning for. Do a little research. Maybe that's another tip. Doing your research is always important, and I can't stress that part enough. But definitely dress the part. Know what to wear. Look nice. Don't have holes in your tights. Have a new clean leotard that doesn't smell You know, don't drag it out of your gym bag from a couple weeks ago. Have it clean and ready to go. And then I always talk about, besides dressing the part, is the hair and makeup, especially for ladies. Um, Don't have it too gaudy, but, you know, for your makeup, have it nice, clean look. And have your your hair slicked back, you know, in a bun or a clean French braid or something simple. Even um, if it's in just a low ponytail. But once again, if it's a specific part... You know, please look the part. But in general, I would say look clean, look slicked back, professional as you can. And start that process in junior high or high school. You know, start practicing these tips now so that when you're auditioning for a college part um, or even your master's degree or PhD, look the part. And when you're going into the professional world after your education is done and you're auditioning for a professional company, like my, even like my own, even a Legro dance company, I always give the tips, you know, look nice, come dress professional. Besides hair and makeup, I always talk about a headshot. And um, if you can, if you can afford it, get a nice headshot, you know, spend the money to get a clean headshot from a photographer. And again, do your research, research that photographer, maybe he or she has done a lot of artists before, or maybe you want to drive to a bigger city and get that done. But if you can't afford that, some of the low-cost tips that I have um, even participated in is I have a friend who's a photographer. She's a professional photographer, 
And as a favor, I traded dance classes or yoga classes, since I'm a certified yoga instructor and Pilates instructor. I gave her some free classes or maybe ballroom classes. We traded so that she can take my headshots and I got great shots for the company or for myself personally. I can use those in my professional world. So think about that. Do you have a friend that you can trade an art form with? You know, can you trade music lessons, guitar lessons, or dance lessons for maybe uh, headshots or a group shot for your company? Think about that uh, as a low-cost tip, maybe just to get some nice headshots and have plenty available when you go and you arrive to that audition. Have plenty of headshots available and have your resume on the back. Now, if you're a high school student, you're like, what's a resume? So that's a list of accomplishments, maybe uh, a few of the plays that you've been in, or maybe some junior high or community theater that you've done. Write those things down, even if it's small, even if it's just a couple of things. Write down your interest, your your name, your address, your height, um, you know, things like that kind of matter so we know what kind of character you want to play, if it's for a musical, or how tall you are so that we can measure you for costumes. We think about those things to partner people up, especially in the folk dance world. You know, I look for how tall a person is sometimes to partner up with someone else. So definitely have a lot of headshots, bring a resume, maybe put it on the back of the headshot. Have your name and some kind of identification and phone number. How can we get a hold of you? Those are all important tips to do. The last tip I would give for today's episode would be kindness, gratefulness, and pleases and thank yous. Those words mean more than probably anything else in the audition process. When a student or, um, you know, an auditioner comes up to me after the audition and says, thank you, I appreciate your time today giving me feedback. That means more to me as a choreographer and teacher than anything else in the process, probably. And I always tell students that, especially when they're going for for a job, too. You know, be kind, smile, say please, say thank you. And it should be a no-brainer for manners, but just as a reminder, when you're taking a dance class... Always acknowledge the teacher, and if you have somebody who's accompanying the class, maybe you have a pianist that's playing for your ballet class or a drummer that's playing for the jazz or modern class, always say thank you to both people. Um, That's proper etiquette, and a lot of students maybe don't know that nowadays. But if you do know that, remind others, you know, maybe grab the person next to you and go as a group and say, we'd like to thank you. And maybe even a little bow is always appropriate as well. It's just part of our technique and culture that we do in the art forms. Uh, Whether it's music or dance or theater, you should always say thank you to your teacher or director, choreographer, whomever you're learning from. And I can't tell you how long and how far those words will go. So practice it. Practice it with your family and friends as well, you know. It's always good to have manners every day, not just during your artistic classes or endeavors. Practice it every day. Gratitude means more to an artist than you can possibly imagine. So I hope some of these tips have helped you with your next audition. So just to remind you, we did go with the flow, dress the part, hair and makeup, headshots and resumes, and being kind to one another whether on the dance floor or off the dance floor. 
please and thank you go a long way. I hope some of these tips have helped. I had the honor and privilege of doing a little interview that I'm going to play next. Uh, Lately, I've got a chance to go back to my alma mater, uh, Slippery Rock University, where I received my dance degree. They were having their concert, their winter concert recently, and it was amazing. It was a modern dance concert, a little bit of jazz snuck in there, but mostly a modern dance concert with amazing upcoming emerging artists that are getting their dance degrees like I did. So it was exciting to go back after 20 some years and see what they're up to. And I got a chance to catch up with one of my friends and I'm going to let you hear a little, a few tips that she gave to um, upcoming emerging dancers and artists. So I just got a chance to see Slippery Rock University's dance department concert and met up with some friends to have some lunch afterwards. And one of my guests here is a good friend, Dee, and she is going to tell us maybe a dance tip that she would like to see or give advice for dancers. So Dee, let's, let's start with your name and what do you do? Hi, I'm Dee Dimby, and I am currently an instructor trainer for the YMCA, both in the USA and in the local Butler County Family YMCA. And Dee, what do you think is a good a piece of advice or a t- good tip for dancers to think about nowadays? One, to cross-train. That dancing's not enough. They need to weight train. They need to do some cardio training, which will help them, and in a lot of flexibility, yoga good things that sort but cross training is really good I think for dancers you don't want to lift heavy but you do want to be strong enough to be able to do the things you need to do plus core training and I always um, push Pilates I am a firm believer in Pilates yeah yoga and Pilates I think glue our bodies back together for sure as dancers so Dee I know that you've been teaching uh, for a long time Um, tell us some things that you teach maybe some classes that you're doing now that you're teaching now and maybe what you're working on Currently, I'm just teaching. I'm teaching for the area on aging. I teach a lot of seniors. I also teach a lot of teenagers. I do some um, youth classes. I I teach ballet and yoga. I teach a little bit of Pilates. I teach a lot of Pilates. I love Pilates. Um, what am I doing now? Currently, I'm just trying to figure out what my next journey is going to be and where I'm going. I'm currently taking Chinese. I decided that I wanted to learn to speak Chinese and. Um, just, you know, still cross-training myself, and my biggest goal is to uh, run a half marathon. That's a lot. So we as dancers, I think, always push to do something more and always find something inspiring in everything that we do. So what's something that you always look to, to maybe that inspires you to do something else, or maybe what inspires you to create? That creative process is something I think is just part of who we are, that it's not enough for us just to sit and watch, that we need to be, there's something in us that makes us want to create something out of nothing. Um, Last year I decided that I wanted to write my own cantata because I had been singing. So I sat down and decided, okay, what, how do I do this? And I did. I did an hour and a half cantata with music, with singers. But that was like giving birth. That's what creativity is to me. It's like you, 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 you get the birth, and then suddenly you're, you get put it out there, and you've given birth to something, and you go, oh, okay, this is good. 
Perfect. Thanks so much, Dee, for being one of my guests on the dance floor today. So hopefully we'll get together again and chat about dance and what we're up to. My pleasure, Anna. You know I love you always, always, always. Ciao, ciao. Until next time. That was my good friend Dee Demby from Butler, Pennsylvania. It was great to catch up with her and get some advice for dancers for today. I love the tip that she gave about cross-training and yoga and Pilates. It's so important to take care of our bodies. And it's also a good point to um, take a little rest and maybe also give your body and your mind a break. Try some meditation daily, maybe even just two or three minutes in the morning or in the evening to wind down. We as artists process a lot of information throughout the day, whether it's creating an art piece or maybe it's learning something. So whether you're doing one or the other, it's good to take a little time out for your mind and your body. But I love the advice of cross-training and doing a little bit of weights. We do have to stay strong, especially as we as dancers. So it's great to hear from her. Thank you so much, Dee, for doing a little guest artist here on the dance floor. I also want to give a little shout out to Greg Deffenball for doing my amazing cool music at the beginning and throughout the pieces that you've been hearing. So shout out to Greg for doing that for me. Until next time, I'm Anna Pishner-Harsh here on the dance floor and you can find out more information about Allegro Dance Company at AllegroDanceCompany.net. Until next time, keep dancing. Keep dancing.